Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. And then Mark Donovan said this yesterday about why they're not going to build a hotel and entertainment complex. We actually uh, did a pretty good analysis on real estate development, what we could do, entertainment districts, etc., and there's some reality that hits you pretty quickly. Um, right now in this market, this is not a location that is worthy of developing. Um, so as, as harsh as that sounds, it's just the reality from a business standpoint. So that's Mark Donovan spitting truth yesterday. And he's the first one in 60 years to basically say, hey, this area is not worth developing right now. I use the story of my friend Pat Sanders, who owned S.A. Sanders, uh, a restaurant out by the sports complex. And, and he had to close down in 1994 when the baseball strike hit because there just wasn't enough business without the day-to-day baseball out at the sports complex. And so once that happened and once baseball went away, his business went away, and nothing has sprung up there since, right? You, you look to yourself, and you say you may be mad about what Mark Donovan may say, but you're mad because you know it's the truth. I mean, if it was an area worth developing, why don't we have anything out there? Why hasn't anything been developed out there in all of this time that those two stadiums have been out there, right? We got a Taco Bell. We had uh, a Denny's that burned down. The Adams Mark Hotel, I believe, has closed down right now. There, there just isn't any development out there. Subway and Mark Donovan's and looking around. I mean, th- that right there, that comment by Mark Donovan should be a little insight as well. To you It know. just depends. You know, here's the thing, though. If you build it, they will come. And if you do it right, they come. I'll give the example. Well, right off uh, Barry Road, Metro North Mall. They tore it down. They left, like, one building there, mm-hmm. right? Everything was 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 down. I mean, it's like nothing was there. Right. Then all of a sudden, Hawaiian Brothers is up. Dutch Brothers is there. Uh, Third Street Social is putting up one from Lee Summit right out there. There was nothing. Whataburger's there. There was nothing there. Right. And people look at it and say, oh, this is the best. Nothing works here because a lot of failed businesses there. A lot of them. But you know what? They said, well, we'll go put new businesses in. Look at the re- look at the redirection of what North Kansas City's become. Uh-huh. North Kansas City wasn't having any development. But they for also time. have people. They they've no, created housing. They and do, people but they made move there. But they made the interest there, and they put it out there. And I'm I I you know, I totally agree with Mark because nothing's nothing's been developed out there. It just 
It baffles me how something could be on a corridor of 435 and I-70. I mean, those are just major thoroughfares. They say a generation is about 20 years, right? We've had three generations to develop that area. We've had Ewing Kaufman. We've had Lamar Hunt. We've had David Glass, who wouldn't spend a dime on anything. Uh, We had um, now Clark Hunt and John Sherman. We've had a lot of different ownerships as well out there, and nobody's wanted to develop that area. No developer has even come in. You know, like, let's let's just say J.E. Dunn, for for lack of a better example, or Cordish or somebody like that. Nobody's ever come and said, this is the area in which we want to be because there's not a lot of population out there right now. And people don't build restaurants and businesses where there isn't population. You have to have the people before you build the restaurants and the businesses. You're not going to put up a Whataburger in the middle of nowhere because that's just a bad deal. That's a bad business decision. And that's what Mark Donovan's saying. There just isn't, this isn't the area that needs to be developed right now when it comes to hotels and 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 whatnot and, and, and now it's restaurants. You're not have baseball out there, which you're not going to have those right. And you're not going to have 81 days that's that are gone deal. when the huge Royals deal. go downtown. Yeah, huge deal. It's just like uh, downtown and, and noticing things whenever there's not a concert or some at Sprint or T-Mobile Center. Yeah, I mean it totally changes the complexion of what the city is when something's down there and when it's not. I right. mean, it becomes a ghost town uh, when it's not. I just. It's just the amount of money and the pride that having a team brings to your county. I think that's the bottom line. Yeah, and, and I think I think the state line is a big thing as well. And I think there will be people that vote yes because they don't want a chance of losing the teams to Kansas. And that's fine. You, you have the right to vote however you want. I love the Royals plan. The Chiefs plan is nice. But unless there's a dome, I just can't get behind taxpayer dollars for that because there's not really a huge community benefit. But for you anybody. don't blame them for looking around. I mean, think about what no, it, we, I don't blame we, them for looking around. They got to look around. Well, think about what we do in our own lives. Like, if you're going to buy a car. And you just go to one dealership, you're selling yourself short. You need to go to another one. Hey, I, you know, they're offering me about $7,000 less than you are. And they're going to throw in a TV at this one. Then all of a sudden they throw a in TV. more stuff. TV? Wow, yeah, you. Well, what I'm saying is you go around to different dealerships and they will throw in different things yeah. to get your business. Sure. It's what we do. It's free agency. Right. Absolutely. Well, stadiums, yes, you're going to learn. When guys go play for other teams, they don't just go and sign with another team. No, they want to hear what they have to offer. And if another team wants to pay them more, and you make a choice. Same thing with stadiums. Right. It's stadium free agency. Yeah. I think they kind of pigeonholed themselves a little bit in the beginning. The Royals did. The Chiefs did not. They did as far as where they're going to go, the Royals. They kind of did that, where mm-hmm. you want to hear the offers. Well, they wanted to go to the else. East Village, and the city didn't want them there. The city forced them to the Crossroads District. And, again, if you're upset that they're going and looking at the Crossroads District, blame the city. Talk to the Mayor Q and the city council. Those are the folks you need to talk to. The Royals, for years, had the, their eye on the East Village. They were ready to go to the East Village, and the city's like, no, we want you in the Crossroads. They're like, what? Why do you think the Crossroads came in so late as well? So, just a lot of things out there that have people questioning what is really going on with this stadium thing. 610 Sports Radio, KCSP, Kansas City, WDAF, HD2, Liberty, and Odyssey Station. The other big news of the day, of course, Chief Saholic pled guilty. Here's his lawyer making an ass of himself. From the beginning of this case, folks, the government has been blitzing, and Xavier's pocket was collapsing. But today, Xavier stepped into the pressure he took responsibility for his actions. He stood up in court, humble and repentant, and admitted what he had done. Now, if I know anything about Xavier, and if the Chief's Kingdom knows anything about Chief Saholic, we know that he doesn't give up. We know that if he stumbled and he fell. He didn't let his knee touch the ground. 
And that's because he's capable of doing a great thing. And he knows that there's still hope. We still have a lot of work to do on his case, but Xavier wants everyone to know that he loves the Chiefs' kingdom, he loves Kansas City, and he hopes that you'll rally to his support. Why? And he is going to vote yes. <laughs> Why would anybody rally to support that loser? Right. And I'm talking about Chiefsaholic, not the Dude lawyer. Dude was robbing banks. Dude was robbing teachers' banks, too. Yes, like credit like, like, unions. Credit what unions and all this stuff. analogies. He tried to work, and they're blitzing. Yeah, I mean, I was, I mean I got character concerns. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got a text or a DM yesterday Legal tampering. from somebody who goes, how long did this guy spend in the mirror practicing that speech? Correct. I mean, that was There's brutal. no Ooh, way this guy's a real one. Let's do that. Step yeah. up and pressure. Yeah, me. his knee didn't knee. hit the he ground. He can continue. The knee didn't hit the ground. Well, I mean, you're, you're, step you're, up in the face of pressure. Dude was robbing banks. You're man. acting like your dude was wrongly accused. He pled guilty as facing up to 50 years in jail. And I, I guess the feds are <laughs> taking back an autographed picture of Patrick Mahomes that he has or something yeah, like that. that is collateral. Yeah, that he got at uh, the Mahomes Gala. Yeah, they're he taking took a that. big picture. Yeah, you got to give that back, homie. Yeah, you got to give that back. And we got to collect a lot of money and we'll, we'll probably turn around and sell that so we can pay back the banks. But I mean, like. It's a win one for the Gipper speech right. we're here. What, what, what support ch- him? Support him? What Chiefs fan out there? Dude's an ass. Yeah. Out there robbing banks, stealing from people. I mean, my God, no. it's, it's just Go to unbelievable. Jail, do your time. Yeah, you got caught, <laughs> and he's going to step up in the pocket and check down and, and hit the receiver yeah. that's open. Not worry about hitting the home run ball. He's going to check it down and get that first down. That's all we care about is he's getting first downs at this point. He should get an extra ten years just for having that clown that sit out there yeah. and talk. I, I'm telling you what, the text line is on fire oh, right now goodness. with this. Chiefsaholic has Saul Goodman representing him. <laughs> uh, let me see, is this guy effing? Serious from the 417. He's our Tiger King uh, from the 402. Why does this lawyer always talk like he's making some great proclamation? Can he not talk normally? From the 913, he took responsibility after he escaped, and the bounty hunters tracked him down. Freaking embarrassing with all the football ads. Yeah, that guy didn't take the guy is the guy ran from the feds. Bob, you need to know how when to pitch it. You get away from the defensive end. If he's going to crash you, you pitch it. If not, you continue to run. Right. You continue to run. That's why you don't make that pitch unless that defensive end crashes in on you. Right. Uh, That's what he did. Bob, I haven't laughed that hard in a long time. Here's the lawyer making an ass of himself. <laughs> what a clown. The feds had him by the you know what. He had no choice. But the, of course he had to plead guilty to this thing. I mean, this guy's running around in a wolf suit and has this jackass representing him. From the beginning of this case, folks, the government has been blitzing and Xavier's pocket was collapsing. But today, Xavier stepped into the pressure. He took responsibility for his actions. He stood up in court, humble and repentant, and admitted what he had done. Now, if I know anything about Xavier, and if the Chiefs' kingdom knows anything about Chiefsaholic, we know that he doesn't give up. We know that if he stumbled and he fell, he didn't let his knee touch the ground. No. And that's because Not yet. he's capable of doing a great thing. And he knows that there's still hope. We still have a lot of work to do on his case, but Xavier wants everyone to know that he loves the Chiefs' kingdom, he loves Kansas City. Nobody cares. And he hopes that you'll rally to his support. No.
In no. April 2nd, he wants you to vote yes. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of what that sounded like. Nobody's rallying to support that guy. He is a loser. He is a loser. When the pocket is collapsing, Bob, if they're blitzing, the federal government's blitzing and your pocket's collapsing. Yeah. All right, here we go. Here we go. Best part from the 816. Best part is how many different ways the lawyer said his client's name. It's true. Listen to that. Oh, yeah. Uh, From the 913, kind of bummed there was no Hail Mary reference. Yeah, do like that, too. Um, from the 913, Mike, and short. Mike doesn't got this or want this. Not at all. <laughs> Not at all. From the 816, his lawyer has just stolen cliches from the kingdom. <laughs> from yeah, the I 816, need to send this him a cease and desist. <laughs> this guy should have represented Brady for Deflategate from the 660. <laughs> the football analogies are awesome. He's trying to drum up sympathy from Chiefs fans so they don't give him the max from the 816. He needs a football and a stick when he does his uh, court, court uh, steps uh, interviews. Uh, all right. From the 828, what great thing, escaping from prison? From the 970, that clown doesn't even know his name. From the 816, I miss Johnny Cochran. <laughs> Okay, from the 816, this is, this is, I support Chief Saholic. He was robbing banks. They're insured by the FDIC. Not like he was going to into people's houses. The system is designed to keep the vast majority of us poor. This man risked his freedom to live a better life. Definitely not a loser. <laughs> loser. You do know your phone number shows up when yeah. you text, right? Yeah, yeah, we appreciate you. This guy is not a loser because he risked his freedom to live a better life. He was stealing. How about go out there and make your life better instead of stealing? Good Lord. All right. This is where we're ending from the 816. If the cleat don't fit, you must acquit. (laughs) (laughs) And scene. Oh, my goodness. Coming up here on 610 Sports Radio, are the Chiefs tampering? Say it ain't so. Fesco in the morning, brought to you by Rainer Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RainerKC.com. Tune in to hear Nate Taylor every Thursday at 825 during the Chiefs season, right here on 610 Sports Radio. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend four point four hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? 
Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I still can't get over the text that we got on the Jay Southland Toe Service text line saying he supports Chief Sahala because he was robbing banks. They're insured by the FDIC. It wasn't like he was robbing homes. He was just trying to make a better life for himself. Was it text from Robin Hood? I mean, completely asinine. Dude was pulling guns on people, threatening harm. Give me your money or I shoot you. Hit laundering money. Yeah, I mean, unbelievable, man. Allegedly. I mean, unfreaking got believable. caught in Bixby. Yeah, yeah, Bixby, Oklahoma, right? I mean, my God. So anyway, that's just, I mean, I'm you, you, usually you, like, you see stuff on the text line, you just kind of laugh a little bit and chuckle. This one, I'm, I'm really perplexed. Like that person like legitimately believes that. What else is going on in that guy's life? Whew. You think Chiefsaholic was right because the FDIC insures the bank so it's okay to steal? No, it's not. 50 years. See you later. Um, the Hardman stuff. Did you the story yesterday about him potentially sending plays uh, from the uh, from the Jets to the opposition, and then telling um, you know Brett Veach and Patrick Mahomes come get me, get me out of this place. I'm I'm reading all of this stuff, and I'm thinking like none of this really adds up or matters to me, quite honestly, because Nicole Hardman in the games that he allegedly gave the plays to, well, the Jets beat the Eagles and had their best performance of the year, and the other one was the Chiefs game where Zach Wilson played his best game maybe of his career, yeah. and so if McCall Hardman was giving out the plays, well, it didn't work that much it didn't it didn't really really have an impact and then for them to get mad that McColl said on the podcast that you know he told Veach and Patrick to come get him who hasn't worked at a company and called their buddy at another company and said hey come get me right I think everybody's kind of been in that boat one time or the other the Jets didn't have to trade him to Kansas City if the Jets really wanted to send a message and they didn't like McCall Hardman you put him on IR for the rest of the season and keep him away from the team and not trade him to a team that has an opportunity to win a Super Bowl how stupid are the Jets every day I wake up and the Jets get dumber and the Jets get more stupid and the Jets get more ridiculous and you you see why the Jets are a horse's ass franchise, right? Like, this is what you're going with? The, he gave away plays. You won a game, and your quarterback played awesome. And then you said he wanted out, and you're claiming tampering. Then don't trade him. Put him on IR for the rest of your life. The Jets may be run by paste eaters, man. He's got three Super Bowl rings, and he caught the walk-off. Who gets right. the last lap? That is just a, well, that's it. That's why I said you put him on talk, IR, I mean, you know? What would you rather be, the punter sitting there playing with the Jets or playing – and be McCohort. It's it's uh, crying over spilled milk. Right. It's 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 jealousy. But all of a sudden, this guy's got three Super Bowl rings, and you don't. Right. Type of situation is what is going on with McCohort. It's hilarious uh, to think. Not only that, it depends on one way too. Mm-hmm. If you like, you said you can send whatever text you want, but if someone doesn't respond, then it's not tampering. It's not tampering. It is if that person reached out to you, but I doubt the Chiefs. Right. Were if the Chiefs out reached to out to McCohort, goes, "Hey, I do you want to come back?" They're not doing that. <laughs> They're not doing that. But if he reaches out, they, it's free country. You can reach out and do whatever you want. It's just a matter. I, you can ask out whoever you want on a date. Right. Them saying yes is another thing. Correct. Like, but you can ask and shoot your shot or whatever. But, again, them saying yes is a different deal. So, 
that is not a two-way street. Right. Yeah, it just it doesn't make any sense. I mean, and the fact that the punter is the one who's, like, really yeah. upset Punter's about it. I know mad. Sauce Gardner kind of came in from the top rope or whatever on uh, on McColl about that. But I think there's a lot of jealousy. Number one, that McColl got traded to a better situation. Number two, you're still a Jet. <laughs> like, imagine waking up in the morning and going, I'm a Jet? Oh, God. He like, goes back to the sucks. Chiefs, get another ring, and three times Super Bowl champion. <laughs> right. I mean, it's it's just in, it, it's just insane. Like you're waking up this morning mad, ultimately because you're a jet, and you're looking around at the rest of the NFL, and you're thinking to yourself, "Man, there are so many better opportunities out here, but I'm stuck being a jet." Who the hell wakes up and ever dreams of being a jet? Nobody. I mean, not since Namath was playing quarterback. People waking up in the morning say, I'd like to be a chief. People even wake up and they say, I'd love to be a Raider, right? Some great franchises over the years, great teams over the years. People wake up in the morning, they probably say, I'd love to be a giant. Not one person that I know has ever woken up in the morning and said, I want to be a jet. And so when you have the opportunity to get out of a bad situation, you're going to take that. And so I look at the punter and Sauce Gardner, like all these guys are jealous that they didn't like McColl, and then the Jets traded him to the Chiefs. I mean, my God, you if you really were mad at McColl Hardman, you put him on IR and you make him rot the rest of the year away from the team and you don't give him the opportunity to go back to Kansas City. Or you send him to Carolina or someplace like that. But I mean, this is this is absolutely insane. Absolutely insane. I want to get deep here for a moment because yesterday we lost one of the great comedians, Richard Lewis, right? And and I, I'm a huge Curb Your Enthusiasm fan. And that's where Richard Lewis has become popular over the last 20 years playing Larry David's best friend. And the thing is, they really are like best friends. They were born in the same hospital four days apart and have basically been inseparable since. And Richard Lewis, a great stand-up comedian, you know, did a fantastic job with that over the years, but has done an amazing job on Curb Your Enthusiasm. And this is one of my favorite, favorite scenes from Curb. She, uh, she's so angry at me that I had to you know, make an excuse. Oh, what did you say? I said you had a bleeding rectum and that you, you were worried and scared and you needed to talk to me alone and you'd be embarrassed if she heard it. Are you out of your f-ing mind? Well, you couldn't think of a better excuse than that? You should have called me. I got thousands of them. I can't even face her now. Why not? Nobody respects a person with a bleeding rectum. You think Lincoln could have prosecuted a war if people knew he had a bleeding rectum? And by the way, when you come to the dinner party in a few days, I would not mention it. Who mentions that at a dinner party? Do I still have it or, or am I over it? No, I left it open. <laughs> so that, <laughs> I left it open. Like Richard Lewis and, and Larry David were brilliant together. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant together. They're both very neurotic, and I can relate. I'm a very kind of neurotic individual. Always have been with germs and things like that. I lice all the place down, and that was well before COVID, well before COVID. I've always been a germaphobe. I mean, I was the kid in high school at swim practice that wore flip-flops in the locker room, right? Still do to this day. Don't care. Not putting my feet on that ground. There was hairballs lying around, mm-hmm. and band-aid. Nothing grosses me out more than seeing, like, a Band-Aid on the ground. Like, it's just, ah, it just grosses me. So I am. I'm a little- ranch. Or well, the ranch too, yes. But I'm, I am a little neurotic. And then I was reading an article about uh, Richard Lewis yesterday on, I think it was from Variety. And this is what he said after returning to Curb Your Enthusiasm in 2021. Because for a while he wasn't going to come back and they begged him to come back and he came back. And he's even in a little bit of this season so far. Um, and, and this is a quote that I can really relate to. And, and, and it's going to be deep for a second. So I, I just bear, safe space. Let's bear, roll. bear with me on this one. This was the quote. 
I never learned how to keep joy in my head for more than a minute, but I'm breaking all records for my life today. That's what he said after returning to curb in 2021. And I feel like that's me. Like I have a hard time keeping joy in my head for more than a minute. Always have. It was always on like, what's going to be the worst case scenario. This is going to happen. Bad's going to happen. Bad's going to happen. Bad's going to happen. Like that's my personality. And, and it sucks. And I hate that, that that's the way that I think. And then I see that quote from Richard Lewis and I'm almost like, thank God I'm not out here alone in this world. Like there are other people that kind of, I'll use the term suffer from that. Like when you walk around every day, like I do expecting the worst to happen in every situation, it's not fun, man. It's not fun. Every day, I think the worst. Every day, that's the way I act. And I don't want to be that way. And and I know that I'm not the only one out there. And I'm sure there are folks listening right now who feel that same way, that they always expect the worst case scenario and the worst thing to happen. And so when I read that quote by Richard Lewis, I'm like, damn, I realized I was neurotic. I didn't realize I was that close to Richard Lewis. I never learned how to keep joy in my head for more than a minute. Anytime something good happens, I think that's great, but how are they going to use this against me? Right. And that's an effed up way of being beat up. The anxiety hits yeah. in everything. And, and, you know, I've, I've tried to learn and, you know, dealing with, you know, some things I'm dealing with now and yeah. um, just trying to find a positive each day. And, and it's hard, um, you know? And, and so when I heard that, and when I saw that last night, the, the the quote I was like bro that that is it's huge and it means the world that you know you have to find happiness and purpose in each day and try not to let other things like that bring you down you know so much but it's so hard it's hard yeah it's so hard like I don't know for me personally I'm not gonna go deep into it because now is not the time but I don't know what the next ten minutes is gonna bring right or the next hour. Or the next day. And so trying to keep that smile on the face and trying to get back to a normal mm-hmm. is is something that I fight on a day-to-day basis. And so to see that, you know, that 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 quote is huge. Yeah, huge, right? And and so for me, it it, it it's it's a scenario where, okay, that was good. Now what's gonna happen bad? Like every time I get on a plane, I go, Oh my god, are my kids gonna be without me? Is this thing gonna right. go down? Like I that that's immediately how I think. And I don't want to think that way. And when I was going to therapy, and my therapist has since moved on, um, you know, it's elderly and, and whatever. But when when I was going to therapy, the one thing that he used to say to me is, you've got to change your line of thinking, right? And it, it, it is sound advice, but it is hard as hell to do that because you try to change your line of thinking, and then you immediately go back to the negative. You immediately go back to the negative. No matter how much you try to change that line of thinking – you still seemingly always revert back to the negative and what's going to happen. And one of the things that I try to think of is I, I, I'll never forget. There was one day when my daughter was like two or three years old and I went and picked her up at nursery school. and She came running over to me and gave me a big hug. That's the moment that I try to think of yes. and get back to when I start to have those negative thoughts and it makes you laugh and smile and it brings down the anxiety, but it's like immediately you are back there. It is like a full-time job dealing with that side of my brain and trying to figure out how to shut that negativity off and try to move forward positively. And then eventually you get exhausted by it. The anxiety builds and you're like, oh, I'm just done for the day. You know? And, and you out. want to collapse on there. And I'm so out. it's always refreshing. And I'm looking at the text line right now. Um, 
uh, you know, and some of the things that they're saying, uh, my therapist died. He didn't fire me. Um, and, and so I'm looking at the text line right now and some of the things people are saying, like people do relate to this. There are yeah. a lot of people out there that are suffering from this kind of stuff and the mental anguish and the not the ability to always think positive, but the ability to always have that negative thought in your head. And it truly sucks. And if you're one of those people that are kind of like beat up and I are talking about and Richard Lewis and Larry David and all these guys out there, right? We're here with you, man. Like, we're all going through yeah. this, and you're not alone. And don't be afraid to reach out. DMs. I've talked to a lot of guys on DM, you know, about things that they're going through, and hopefully it, it, it helps put them in the right direction. But it is not easy. We're all One, battling, man. And I put this on Twitter yesterday because I've gotten a lot of messages, a lot of people, you know, asking questions, whether or not I got fired by spec, the whole nine. Look, you know, there, there's some things going on I need to take care of, and, and it's – you know, a, a private matter that we're working through because I don't have a lot of answers. But one of the first phone calls I made um, after I talked to Spec was to you. Mm-hmm. And it was one of the realest conversations I've ever had. And I know you and I know your thought process. You know, you've detailed it just in a minute, you know, the neurotic and, and just how your brain acts. But you took time out and we what we talked maybe 10 minutes and it was one of the realest conversations that I've had during um, what's going on at this particular time. And it meant the world to me because you were like, you know what? Get past this. Figure it out. We're going to get up and we're just going to continue to kick ass. And that's the mindset that you got to have. You can't stay in it. You can't dwell in it. Whatever's going on, um, whatever we figure out, whatever the next steps are, let's pick up and let's kick some ass. Mm-hmm. And... To me, you know, and I said this on Twitter yesterday, you get a lot of crap from a lot of people, and it's a lot of people that don't know you, and they, they hear the hyperbo- hyperbolic Bob on the air and don't know you as a true actual person. And I know Jay can speak to this as well. You are one of the most kind, sincere, um, loving people that I've ever met that would give you the shirt off your back but hold you accountable at the same damn time. And it's it means the world to me that both you and Kling, because, you know, there's there, there's not a lot that knows what's going on. And like I said, this now not the time or place. And one day, hopefully I'll be able to speak to it and, you know, hopefully help people along. But you being able to take that time out with me and talk with me and pour back into me was was life changing. So if we're able to do that to each other and then help each other out here, it, it's huge, man. It's mm-hmm. it's what we need. So that quote from Richard Lewis is is groundbreaking to me that you yeah. know, you know, today I'm I'm beating records. Today, like me personally, today I'm beating records. You know, I'm here third day in the row, you know, <laughs> let's rock and roll and kicks, man. I'm starting to get my groove back, starting to get the rhythm back. You guys are being hella patient with me, which is phenomenal. We're getting there. Yeah, we are. We are getting there. From the 858, fellas, is this 610 Sports or Dr. Phil? Feel free to flip the station, pal. Dr. Phil, baby. Dr. Phil. Feel free to flip the station, pal. It's called life. This is what we do. We live our lives on the air. Um, and I think, um, you know, uh, a lot of people appreciate it. I think a lot of people truly appreciate the actual conversation of life because we know there are other people out there that are dealing with this. And somebody did text in from May uh, from men. It's such a stigma that you can't talk about this stuff. 
It's not anymore, and it doesn't have to be, right? It just doesn't have to be. If you've got something you're dealing with and, and, and you want to reach out to me, B-Dub, whoever, I mean, feel free to go ahead and do that. Absolutely. We'll absolutely talk to you, man. So I, I, just, I just think when people text like that stuff uh, on the text line, it's just ignorant. It really is. Like, it is absolutely ignorant. If you want us to do the sports and you don't like what we're talking about right now, it's probably because it's scaring you because maybe you're thinking about those things as well and you don't know how to handle it. And I really resent you for saying is this 610 Sports Radio or Dr. Phil? I resent that. Well, it's, it's one of those things. Life isn't always rainbows and, you know, puppy dogs. Right, dog you're tails. going it's through not, hell right yeah, now. It, right. Well, when I, when I came down with the mess, I didn't tell anybody about it. But you did. I, I did with you because I went on. You had a podcast, uh, Bobcast, I yeah, think is right, what it was. Yeah. And that, that's the first time I did it. It felt good. Like, I had people reach out saying, well, you know, I'm going through this too. Or, you know, so it, it felt good. Like, I was like, okay. Now I see why we did this. This is this is okay. This is this is good. Yeah, it's so, good to talk. Yeah, because yeah, I think you were probably in that mindset. Oh, I'm not going to talk about it. It's just I'm nah, going to hold it care. all in. Yeah. But it's refreshing. That nah, it is a little it, bit. It, it's yep. liberating no when you get the opportunity to talk about something. No question. Like that. So anyway, we'll uh, we'll get back to doing the sports. Uh, we'll talk about some of the draft picks that are out there for Kansas City. And there's a new king on the scene in Kansas City sports, and it's not who you think it is. We'll tell you who that is next. Fesco in the morning. If my neighbor came over and snuck zucchini onto my porch, I think I'd have him arrested. Brought to you by Rayner Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RaynerKC.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. I'm different, yeah, I'm different. I'm different, yeah, I'm different. I'm different, yeah, I'm different. Pull All right, back at it here, 610 Sports Radio. Jay Binkley in for Josh today. He'll be back tomorrow after hopefully bowling a 300. Um, there you go. And so Jay is uh, alongside uh, B-Dub here as well. We'll get back into the stadium discussion just after 9 o'clock. Want to know where you guys stand on the stadiums and extending the 3.8 cent sales tax after seeing the Chiefs proposal yesterday. So I'd like to know where you guys stand on that coming up just after 9 o'clock. I, I tease going into break that there's another king uh, in Kansas City, and it's not who you think. And and I think, Jay, you're, you're probably going to appreciate that. Lance Leipold got another raise yesterday, and now he has the opportunity, has the opportunity, not yet. I don't want to get this all twisted, huh. but he has the opportunity to ultimately be a better hire than Bill Self at KU. And, and the reason I say that is because we know football is king, right? Bill Self took over a great program, made it greater, did, has done unbelievable things, winning national championships, nothing to take away from Bill Self at all. But what Lance Leipold is doing, he took a turd and has made it smell like roses. He's getting a new stadium built. He's made football very relevant at a university that was one of the three worst power five schools in football. And we all know that football is the lifeblood of sports. And he infused KU with the best blood they've ever had. And, 
I do think coaches right now are overpaid. When you talk about cutting sports, you know, you need to cut coaches' salaries first before you cut sports. But in this landscape of college football and where we are right now, KU doing the right thing by extending Lance Leipold. And if he gets this program churning and burning and humming and, you know, along and continues to have eight, nine, ten win seasons, that's going to be a better hire ultimately than Bill Self because he finally got football turned around, which nobody other than a little bit of Mark Mangino could seemingly accomplish at the University of Kansas. And so when you look at what Lance Leipold has done, it has been truly, truly remarkable to see the growth of that program over there in Lawrence. I mean, it's just been a wild scene to see. And then the odds came out yesterday of making the college football playoff and Kansas is in like in the top fifth was a top 20 or something like that yesterday to make it in to the college football playoff. K-State, KU and Missouri all in, the, I believe, in the top 20 when it comes to odds to make it into the first edition of the college football playoff. And that's wild to see Kansas even included in the same category as K-State and Missouri in football. It's understanding where college football is on the map in this country. It, it is growing exponentially each and every year. And to realize that, and when, when there was uncertainty of Kansas, which direction they're going to go, which back when the conference realignment first came around, it was, well, they have a good basketball program, but you got to have both. You got to have both. Because that's what people want now. Right. I mean, yeah, when Rutgers and stuff got in the Big Ten, it's because of New York. basketball mattered, Kansas would have been in the Big Ten a long time ago. Exactly. And Gene Taylor said the best thing. He's on the drive a couple years ago. I I still keep the cut. When he was talking about, no, football drives the bus. Yeah. No, we can say what we want, but football is the moneymaker. So much more money comes in on football than anything else. Football provides a lot of money to the university. It builds football provides the ability for other sports to have the opportunity buildings on campus. It builds infrastructure. And one thing I liked about Kansas, and I think they kind of went to Kansas state model a bit. When Chris Kleiman went to Kansas state, I felt the Kansas state did the right thing and they didn't care about the naysayers. They didn't care that Chris Kleiman wasn't coming from division one. They cared. All right. This guy's a winner. Mm -hmm. This guy won four national titles. I don't care if it's not division one, it's FCS. Okay. Big deal. Lance Leipold won six national titles at a lower at Division Three. Okay, well, it's not Division FCS. It's not either that. But he's a winner. Yeah. He proved he could win, and he brings his staff, and he's and he's a loyal guy. And they went outside the mold. Kansas tried to do splashes. It was Charlie Weiss. Oh, and, well, let's go out and get some, we just get the big name. This will this will get donors, you know, to spend money, and we'll get to the football program where we want. And then it was Dave Beatty because, you know, he's part of the recruitment of Johnny Manziel down at Texas A&M. And, oh, man, he's got a pipeline uh, to Louisiana and Texas kids, even though you neglect the Kansas City area coaches, which I know they did. Right. And Lance Leipold Most doesn't do it. Most coaches before Lance Leipold did neglect Kansas City coaches. But he was the direction to go. It wasn't all flash and sizzle. If you say, oh, this guy won Division Three national titles, most people are eh, Division Three, But he's a winner. And yeah. a proven winner, and he's a program builder, and he's a loyal guy. And the fact that he brought in all these assistants, you know, the offensive coordinators, defensive coordinators, have been with him since Whitewater. Mm-hmm. You know, and then we're with him in Whitewater. Buffalo. Whitewater, wasn't that a, like a scandal or something? Wisconsin. Oh. And oh. and then they went to Buffalo with him, and then they came here. But uh, he was the right choice. They, they decided to go with substance over sizzle. And they made the right decision. Anytime you go with sizzle over substance, though, Jay, I think you get screwed. I really do. I think it's the wrong way to go. Like you mentioned Chris Kleiman. Nobody knew who he was. It was a great hire for Kansas State. Him and, and that jackass that they had at KU before uh, uh, Lance Leipold, who uh, was at Louisiana State. Um, oh, what the hell was that guy's name? Was in the Corona commercials? Les Miles. Uh, <laughs> when they hired Les Miles and, and Chris Kleiman at the same time, 
I knew right away just seeing both of those guys together. Les Miles is a turd. He's a dud. This is a bad hire. And and I knew right away Chris Kleiman was going to crush it. Like the, the, I was at an event for the sports commission, and both of those guys were on stage. And I'm like, oh, my God, Kansas has hired like a mannequin. And and K-State has hired this incredible, awesome, like guy you want to rally behind and, and support. And that's kind of where Lance Leipold is. He has changed the culture of football. He's made Kansas fans football fans again. And somebody on the text line is like, you're an idiot for saying that he's going to be better than Bill Self. Bill Self has won two national championships. Yeah, Bill Self has a great legacy. I'm not saying that. But nobody has been able to win at football in Kansas ever. You know, you know what's funny is that it still stands out to me. It was on uh, Twitter. It was a video from a, like a donor's thing where Bill was there and Lance Leipold. And the guy won the picture. And the video is still funny because he asked Bill to move out of the picture. He wanted a picture with Lance. With Lance. But you never see that. <laughs> and I'm not saying that's the right thing to do, but it was kind of interesting because you funny. never you never seen that before. You know, instead of both coaches at one time, you'd think that would have made right. your picture better. But he wanted Lance. Absolutely. Football is the only thing that truly matters when it comes to athletic departments. It gets people excited. It gets people fired up, man. They it spend really, the whole day look there. At Colorado with Dion and what's going on down there. Look what Nick Saban did for Alabama. He took over that program. It wasn't that good. I mean, he was taking over like David Shula and the guy who said roll tide roll. I mean, so like they had their down years. When your football program is winning, there's nothing better for a college student. There's nothing better for an alumni when your football program is doing good things and winning. Basketball, fine. Tuesday night, you go up, it's snowing outside, you see a game, yay. It's just not the same feel as what football does and the passion that football brings. Look who goes I mean, to the game, the look, alumni, the friends. I mean, these cars that all of a sudden make their track down I-70 to go to Lawrence or Manhattan or or go over to Columbia. And they don't do that for basketball necessarily, but no. they'll get together to spend a whole day with their family and friends. For football. For football. For, for football. And, and you know, you use the K-State example. I, I think the K-State example needs to be shown to every university out there because Bill Snyder not only saved K-State from maybe closing its doors, but built Manhattan, Kansas. And without There's that football one program and Bill Snyder. No, Bill Snyder has done more for a university and a city than any coach in the history of sports has ever done. Bob, and I think that's they had not like three hotels or something when he took over. Yeah. They were talking about getting rid of the program or going down the FCS. Right. Like, I, there's not a coach in America that's done more for his town than what Bill Snyder's done for And for his university. Bill Snyder has been unbelievable for Kansas State. Put them on the map. That's what football does. Kansas has had a great basketball program, but anytime conference realignment came up, they're like, mm, your football program sucks. Right? You're not getting in the Big Ten because you're good at basketball. You're not getting in the SEC because you're good at basketball. You're getting in the SEC and the Big Ten, and people want you because your football program gets good. And with the potential now in 2026, I believe, to expand the CFP to 14 teams, if Kansas starts getting bids into the college football playoff, Oh, my God, that's better than getting a bid to the NCAA tournament any day of the week. Did you know the University of Alabama has more out-of-state students than in-state students? Which means they pay higher tuition fees, Yeah, but they have a higher out-of-state enrollment than in-state. Why is that? Because they Nick see Saban football. and football yeah. the way it was built up. It's the front door and of I know your Nick's university. gone now, but to have more enrollment from out of state than in state when you're getting higher fees as well. It's perfect for Alabama yeah, right now. It's great. So Lance Leipold, congratulations, man. You've done something I've never seen in my lifetime and probably most of us thought never could be done at KU. They put the money in, they got the right guy, and he's moving that program along. And that's going to be a saving grace when conference realignment comes up again because it is going to come up 
again here in the very near future. Speaking of the 14 teams in 2026, I love it, Jay. I'm all for going to 16 when it comes to the college football playoff. This past year of, of college football with me following Marvin Harrison Jr. and Dion and KU doing well, like I'm back in full time. I love the college football season. In fact, I was like more disappointed the college football season and this year than the NFL season because as soon as the NFL season, we're in the free agency and it's glorious. But like this year, the college bug got me and I've loved getting back into college football. 14 teams sooner rather than later in the college football playoff is great. Let's yeah, go. there and talk about 14 before we've got to 12. Just go ahead and make the thing 16. Let's we'll just right. go ahead and make it 16. But you got to give us a little crumb yeah, and get it, us interested. It, it, and, yeah. Remember, B, school in the BCS was, was big at, yeah. at one point where you matched different teams together. But yeah, the NFL is so popular. I mean, it's become just a, a complete animal, complete giant. We talked about, you know, how big just the, when the schedule comes out. It's not always been this way. The NFL markets itself and always changes things. Right. The combine's a huge deal right now. It's on this afternoon. Can't wait to watch it. The NFL draft, obviously, you know, the impact of it and what it does uh, to different cities and communities that have it. But people see college football as a conduit to the NFL. Yeah. And they know when they watch the draft, they've seen a lot of these guys play college football, and they understand that is the minor league system. Forget about the XFL, the United Football League, when it combined with USFL and UXFL. College football and Division One college football is essentially the minor leagues. It'll never change. They have to, they have to pay no money for that, mm-hmm. no insurance, no nothing. It'll be the conduit to the National Football League. And more and more people know this, and they watch these guys. Just the interest we've had in our – Character Concerns podcast because we kept it going. We, we started over a year ago, and it was focused on the draft in Kansas City. But we kept it going. Why? Because there was a market for it. Mm-hmm. People wanted to hear about you know some of these prospects in college, who to watch this weekend, who may be for the Chiefs in the future. So we tracked these receivers all year round. I mean, from game one in college football on, because there was a market for people wanting to talk. And now mocks are everywhere. Everybody's doing a mock draft and everything else because more people are interested in the college game to the pro game, they kind of go hand in hand with each other. And with something so popular as the NFL, obviously college football, where these guys, you know, starting out the college football video games coming out that everybody's right. talking about. Um, they go hand in hand and they realize that I'm excited for 10 years from now to look back and see where Kansas is, where they were and how they've continued this run of success. Because I think in 10 years, when you start to get another generation alive, they're going to think Kansas is a football school. It's on its way to being a football school. And it was never like that before. I think if they continue to put this together and somehow get into that college football playoff, maybe this year or next year, and all of a sudden you're winning big time games. Kansas will be considered a, a football school. And people will be like, yeah, basketball school. But my God, have you seen our football program? And that's ultimately where you want to get as a university. You want to be a dominant football program. You want to call your friends on a Saturday and say, you want to go to Lawrence? Yeah. And you're going to tailgate, enjoy the atmosphere. It hasn't always been that way. It's kind of been the laughing stock or right. joke. Hey, you're yeah. going in there. No, you want to go there. You now. Want to I go. know plenty of people like yourself, uh, Rob, that's here. And I remember you know talking to him a few years ago. He was, uh, he was, Rob Brennan was was going at halftime because Kansas was winning a big game. And so he, he would still take it off from Johnson County going down, you know, to watch the second half. That's excitement, man. Yeah. That's, that's because you believe in your program and the direction it's going and seeing Alex Gold, you know, something. You know, I used to have him on as a guest on the college football show I do on Thursdays. And it was at the very end. Yeah. And whether we talked four minutes, five minutes, three minutes, whatever it was, there was no reason to talk Kansas football. But now there is. Now there and is. That's a big difference because of. Lance Leipold. Because of Lance Leipold. He's done great things over there. College football does matter to A guy they should have hired before they actually finally did. Yeah. Well, they had they, their opportunity years ago. They're lucky they didn't miss out. Yeah. They're lucky they didn't Could miss out. Could have done earlier. 
Coming up here on 610 Sports Radio, what do you think of what you saw with the Chiefs' renovations? Weigh in, 913-586-7610. We'll discuss it next. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, 